You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. Greetings on this great solemnity of all saints. It's a great day in the church. You know, the vigil yesterday was somewhat eclipsed by my birthday, but nothing, <laughs> nothing can eclipse the feast itself. Just kidding, you know, obviously, my birth is nothing against the history of the great saints in the church. But, you know, we ask on a day like today, what is a saint? I think we all know the catechism answer to that. You know, a saint is any man or woman who is in heaven. Those who have made it, they've won the fight. Uh, they have their rest with God. And then beyond that, we have sort of canonized saints who are those who live such heroic and beautiful and amazing lives, so united to Christ that we sort of hold them up as models for us to emulate. But what's the difference between the saints of any kind and us? I guess I can't speak for all of you. Maybe there's some sort of fully formed saints among us, and I hope there is. Uh, So I'll ask, what's the difference between the saints and me, you know, and perhaps some of you? You know, the other, the other day I was reading one of my favorite authors, Neil Stevenson, and he was, he was describing this character who had just received a sort of windfall. His brother had passed away and he'd received a huge sum of money. And previous to that, he'd been basically just a simple Christian man, almost like an isolationist to the point that he was kind of living off in the forest, in the wilderness, kind of with his family. But then this happens, and, and Stevenson sort of brilliantly points out, said, becoming wealthy changed Jake's beliefs, not by means of reasonable arguments, but by the sudden realization of so much responsibility. It forced him to grow up. And this sort of growing up, I think perhaps more than anything else in the modern world, is the difference between me perhaps many of us, and the saints. If we look at the Beatitudes, we see a collection of sort of simple and childlike but mysterious blessings. We see Jesus sort of raising up very particular states uh, as the Greek word is makarios, and we translate it often as blessed or fortunate, which are pretty good translations. They don't quite capture the word It's not happy. It's often translated as happy. That's not what it's getting at. It's not a psychological state. Uh, It's a state of being. That that these people somehow, they possess a thing that others want, but for some reason or another don't have. And and remaining in this blessed state, in the midst of this world, is what makes a saint. Most of us, as we grow and and begin to take on responsibility, whether that's an important job or uh, the accumulation of some wealth or power or even a skill or hobby that that we begin to become excellent at or obsess over, uh, as we grow, our sense of autonomy grows. And that's good in some ways. Uh, That's why we encourage it 
among young, amongst young people. But along with that autonomy becomes a temptation to sort of establish ourselves as God. And Erasmo, a great commentator, suggests, he says, this is an unnatural burden that is sure to crush us after a few initial thrills. But it's a subtle thing, so it's hard to catch often. It's a sort of rising tide that's fascinating until the point when it suddenly overwhelms us. Because we, we may grow in worldly respect and, and honestly become more and more successful and more and more educated, but all the same, we become more and more slaves to the world. So what are we to do about this? How do we sort of see it? How do we catch it? What did the saints do? It's a good question on a day like today. So Soren Kierkegaard, is a, he's the great father of, sort of existentialism. And I don't know if that means anything to you, but it's not the point of this homily, so I won't explain it. Uh, but he's speaking of the Beatitudes. And he said that the saint is someone with, with a pure heart, and a pure heart is to will the one thing. Purity of heart is to will the one thing. So what does he mean by that? I think if we look to our lives, we perhaps see, like this sort of character from Neil Stevenson's novel, that we're so often tempted to compromise our faith or even abandon it, not by some sort of formidable or reasonable argument, but because the responsibilities and the business of our life sort of just creep in from every side. To say that actually most people who leave the church don't have a reason for leaving the church, they just get busy and stop going. And that's honestly what happens. So to will the one thing is to be truly childlike. When we see, the, when we see a child at play or doing their business, whatever that might be, we, we can immediately perceive their focus, their sort of total immersion in the thing that they're doing. It sort of becomes their universe. And the saint is someone who is just like us, except that they've dedicated themselves to God in the same way that that child is dedicated to their play. Uh, I've been meeting with a, a group of guys each week and trying to help them discern whether or not they have a vocation to the priesthood. And we're beginning this group not with sort of some book on the particulars of what it is to be a priest uh, or the sort of art of discernment, but with a, a work on what it means to be a disciple. Because our vocation, whatever that might be, is the particular way in which God is calling us to be a saint. That's the context in our lives in which we're called to do that. But until we make first things first, until we put what's most important first in our life, then our vocation actually just becomes another thing to accomplish, and thus becomes another burden. Any work, no matter what it is, if it doesn't matter if it's work in the church, doesn't matter if it's, if it's the serving of the poor, uh, doesn't matter if it's our intellectual life, it can go down the same road if we don't have our eyes focused on Christ. We uh, think of St. Paul, who lived his life with an incredible urgency. If you read his letters, there. Everything's urgent. The gospel is something that means, needs to be preached now, everywhere. But even he, after he received his vision of Christ, 
and had his conversion, went and prayed in the desert in Arabia for three years before ever going out on mission. Or Mother Teresa, who no one can say that Mother Teresa was lazy. She was a formidable woman and spent her life totally for the poor. But even she, after a time, realized that her sister's time was actually better spent with a little bit more prayer and a little bit less work. They actually got more done by doing that. Or St. Alphonsus Liguori, fascinating character. Uh, he wrote like 58 books on spirituality and moral theology over the course of his life. Uh, he was prodigious. And he experienced really intense migraines really often. And instead of just sort of relaxing after a while, he built this terrible, probably not very good for him, contraption that he put on his head and it you know, produced pressure points in certain parts of his head so he could focus just a little bit longer in prayer or in his writing. You know, we celebrate today innumerable saints, uh, the multitudes who love us even though we don't know them. Uh, and, you know, random people you've never heard of, you know, St. Permenes, Hubert, Agdunus is one of my favorites, and Domnus, Winifred and Sylvia and Philologus and Patrobus, Nicander, Amantius. Those are some good names for kids if you, know, if you want some really unique ones. Uh, so these holy men and women pray for us that, that we too might sort of lay aside the burdens of worldly achievement and focus our whole being on the Lord the one thing that matters. And if we do this, it's not like we give it and then God sort of takes it away. We give it to the Lord and then he gives it back full of meaning. You know, he gives it back not as a burden, but as a mission. So we thank the Lord for that great mission that we're called to. All you holy men and women, saints of God, pray for us. Thank you for listening to Father Kirby Longo's homilies. To support the work of Mountain Catholic, please visit paypal.me slash mtncatholic.